Happy Thursday. Thanks for tuning in to the free podcast here on CRTV, which isn't really free because we're getting paid to do this. So somebody's paying the freight. That would be our benevolent overlords at CRTV that are making it free for you. Steve at SteveDace.com. So thank them. Like President Trump tweeted yesterday that those UCLA basketball players, he got out of jail in China for being idiots trying to shoplift from several stores at the Shikom Mall. And he tweeted out, hey, make sure you thank the Chinese president for letting your sorry keisters come home. I'm saying to you, similar vein, thank our friends, our lords here at CRTV, our feudal lords for making this podcast free to you each and every day Wait. here on iHeart, iTunes, and Stitcher. I, I need to make a little bit of a clarification. I think Trump was saying, do you think the UCLA players will thank me? He said that first. Oh, then he yeah. said. Then he said. Oh, yeah. Then when he got when he got crushed for doing that, <laughs> he got crushed. <laughs> if that's not the ultimate Trump thing to preemptively tweet, I wonder if I'm going to be thanked for this great thing I just did. Twitter giveth, Twitter taketh away. Yes. After he got crushed for that, he then responded back later on with, "They need to make sure they thank the president of China." For letting him out. So, yeah, you're right. That That is what happened at first. Steve at SteveDace.com is the email address. You can like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. Last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. We just wrapped up today's television show for CRTV, which you can watch later today with promo code DACE. Let's give folks a little taste of what's to come. Todd, what stood out to you? Uh, Rob Eno, Tour de Force. The press is full of hypocrites. Uh, that's, I love that song. You can sing it to me all day long. But uh, this one had more mic drops than even usual, so stay tuned. What do you think, Aaron? Um, good grief. I, I think Steve's open. I think that's probably the highlight of the show. I just went downhill after that. Just kidding. Um <laughs> 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 Buy our product, ladies and gentlemen. Um, no, but only watch the first ten minutes. Yep. Yeah. No, that's uh, no, that's that's seriously. Uh, that 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 was the best part. It's it's. I'm I'm sick of I'm sick of this week. That's all. And and I think Steve said what's on a lot of our minds and probably what's on a lot of you guys' minds too. Listening and watching. Well, if you don't want to miss it, CRTV.com, promo code DACE. That's my last name, D-E-A-C-E. And so many of you have sent us encouraging notes this week. I'm not sure I've had a chance to thank you here on the free podcast. I have on CRTV a couple of days in a row now. So I want to do it again here on the free podcast as well. It's it's really been overwhelming, the amount of uh, encouragement we've gotten this week. And uh, cannot thank all of you that have sent those notes. I can't thank you enough. So thank you. And if you are looking for something uh, for Christmas, 
for the Patriot in your life or you want to treat yourself, use my name as a promo code to get a subscription to CRTV, not just our show, but all of the shows that we have here um, every day, 24-7 on demand. Uh, you can get all the stuff in our archives as well. Promo code DACE at CRTV.com. We have a monthly subscription option and a free time trial. So if you try it during that trial and decide that's not for me, uh, then, uh, hey, cancel and we won't charge you at all. CRTV.com, promo code DACE. All right, it's Thursday. Time to play our little game called Buy, Sell, or Hold. Our producer, Aaron, will bring forth a series of provocative statements. And can you do me a favor when you're saying them? Last night, Zoe was like, Daddy, you can watch this show I'm, I'm, I'm watching. And uh, when, they, when the kids were little... Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. When the kids were little, Amy and the kids watched uh, Arthur, the BBC TV series. And so... You know, Zoe's older now. She didn't get a lot of it. So she's kind of like all into it, you know? And she knows that when I was a kid, I like read every King Arthur thing. And I it, I saw the Excalibur movie like 20 times on cable television. And that was actually when they used to bleep nudity and, and bad words out of cable TV. Like for, for many years, I thought Eddie Murphy just stuttered a lot on 48 Hours with Nick Nolte. I thought that for many years. And then one year I caught the movie on Showtime. <laughs> Like, this is a whole different movie. I, like, saw this movie, like, 15 times when I was a kid, like, on TNT. I was wondering why, like, Eddie Murphy's voice skipped and stuff a lot. I watched it once on Showtime years ago. I'm like, well, that's, this is a much different film. I, this is like that scene where out where, where uh, <laughs> Judy Garland opens the door to Oz and it goes from black and white to color. I always loved Eddie Murphy's <laughs> clean brand of comedy. <laughs> I was like, wow. I, is this a diff- did I just watch the bootleg version? But... Uh, I remember I did this with Excalibur. I only saw it on cable TV. And when I was a kid, back when they bleeped out nudity and, and swear words. And our AP English, my senior year in high school, we were studying uh, the legends of King Arthur. And we went through this whole fra- phase with you know Chaucer and all this stuff too. And so um, the teacher was like, hey, you know, what's a good movie to watch? Um, you know, and I'm like, let's watch Excalibur. It's really cool. So she let me bring it in. I didn't know, you know, <laughs> my, my old man had it. We put that thing in. <laughs> Everybody, every, now I was a legend. People thought I had just pulled like the greatest prank ever. We're like, well, it's so, you know, I'm totally owning it, right? I'm totally owning that. I plan to do this because inside I'm about crapping my pants thinking, uh, this was not the movie I saw when I was nine, you know? So um, it turns out the actual movie's rated R. There's a reason for it, you know, and it's not one of those rated R for violence, okay? It's, there's a reason why it is rated R, okay? So Zoe, but Zoe knows I was into all the King Arthur stuff when I was a kid, so she wants me to come watch it with her. So there's this Morgana, blah, 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 and she's like, uh, found this kid Mordred, uh, blah, blah. Every third sentence was blah, 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 blah. This is what happens when a 12-year-old girl tries to explain something to her old man, all right? Every third word, she wants to skip right to it, but then she wants to take so long get, explaining it to you while skipping right to it, and when her transition is, and blah, 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 blah. So Aaron, please, when you're laying out your propositions for buy, sell, or hold, I'm, don't give us the, and blah, 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 blah. Okay. All right. So Todd and I can buy or sell. We must have a reason for doing so. We are allowed one hold per show, but if we use it, 
After the show is over, um, the other two men here in the room drag the one who used the hold outside, and they beat him down, and we call it uh, Dude Code Justice. Aaron, go ahead. All right, first one uh, from Chris Pandolfo. Al Franken, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> nice. Al what? Franken uh, expelled or resigns from U.S. Senate. Buy. S- sell. I'm going to buy. Hard sell. I'm going to buy. They need a sacrificial lamb for their fake, uh, their fake new, newly established credibility. It's a state where they can't lose. They can just put it, plug another Democrat in there. It's Minnesota. Plug one in. I we'll... think they would rather let Roy Moore ride than getting rid of Al Franken. <laughs> and I am dead serious. <laughs> okay. All right. We have our first disagreement already. <laughs> All right. Uh, Matt Rinker, Alabama will elect Moore regardless and just send uh, just to send McConnell a huge one-fingered salute. I think I'm going to buy. Bye. I think, I think we're beyond... Like I said in, on the TV show today, I, I think we're we're beyond now where if we get to a point, like if the yearbook evidence doesn't back Moore's claim up, and that I said on the TV show, that's my point of no return. I said this on Twitter last night. As did I. And we did this independently. Yes, yes, yes. we did. Moore, Moore planted his flag there yesterday, and, and that's the initial alternative theory to his defense. Well, if, if that initial alternative theory does not pan out, you know, the defendant's pretty much dead in every courtroom in America, including Judge Roy Moore's when he was a circuit court judge there in Etowah County, Alabama. So um, that would be my point of no return. But I don't think me backing out, I don't think Hannity saying if he would have said last night, and he didn't, but if he would have said that you got to drop out. I, I think we're at the point now that the people of and the, Al, the people of Alabama are just so angry at the system and what's going on in general that I think Matt is correct. I, I, think, I think Roy Moore cannot lose unless something far more credible in terms of, you know, well, like Al Franken, where we, we, we're look, we've looked at the photo of him groping this woman all day long today, right? We're going to need something like that or more to drop out. And I can maybe, and I maybe have learned this week, I don't know Roy Moore as, as well as I thought, but I still, even if he's guilty of everything, I still know him well enough to know he ain't walking away on his own. Dude's a honey badger. That's not the way he rolls, Todd. Yeah, I I can't. This is starting. It's interesting. It really felt like the NFL thing of a what year ago? Two years ago, when it was. I mean, we've had um, cases of vi- player violence on on women in the past. One game suspension, but then all of a sudden we had Ray Rice video, and the NFL was turned upside down in that year before all this kneeling stuff. And Goodell went from the guy who was the tough on crime, don't mess with him, to a guy who seemingly you know had no idea how to mm-hmm. make a, a a decision anymore. I, I, I think you're you're right. Short of seeing a a actual smoking gun. I think you're right. All right, Eric. So By the way, that's not an endorsement of that proposition. No, I uh, know. We're analyzing it as a standalone question. I want to make sure. We're not saying... I made it pretty clear the other day. If you think he's guilty, you cannot vote for him. Period. I don't believe in that level of moral relativism. We are analyzing the question that's asked. We're not morally endorsing the answer we gave. Yeah, and to be well, to be clear, what I you know what I said on Twitter is you know he's if he he's lying about this uh, about the um, 
the yearbook you, even if that was some weird act of desperation in the face of uh, of all this and he really didn't do all that stuff still he he's dead to me you'll have to get in line behind me to hang right down there i mean it, so it, it, it absolutely i can't steve can't say that enough that was analysis it is in no way an endorsement of that uh of, of following through on that i mean we were we were uh uh, never trump for a reason and that ethos follows all the way through this all right you guys done <laughs> yes i listened to the podcast last week by <laughs> sell hold i got interrupted like 50 times got really pissed at myself for not actually uh just keeping on talking all right next one eric sessions leaves ag position before 2020 bye i'm gonna buy that for 2020 yeah bye I will buy that. Let's see, Steve. Want to offer a reason why? Oh, I'll, here I'll give you the best reason. No one stays. No one not related to Donald Trump stays in his orbit for that long. So you think he'll be forced out? That, that, that doesn't necessarily. I, say. I don't know what the circumstances are because, frankly, I can't. Based on how Jeff Sessions told us, it was very hurtful. Um, those emasculating comments from a few months ago when Trump had him, you know, teed up. I can't see him being the guy who says, I've, I've, I've had enough and I can't take it anymore. I'm just playing the odds that unless you're an attorney like Michael Cohen, re- retained by Trump, or you share DNA with him, um, you don't typically stay long term within his orbit. That's just not the way it works. I guess I think these or your guys, name's Hope Hicks. These guys, <laughs> these guys are all willing to deal with, you know, being made buffoons of in various. What I think, I think he'll just look at himself. I'm getting nothing, nothing accomplished, and not not even from our perspective, from his perspective. You know, I I, I think that would be the reason he would do it. This is, we're just we're just taking up space here steve paragon mcintyre and pandolfo start their own podcast titled weird music and coffee tables i wouldn't know pandolfo is chris pandolfo from crtv or from conservative review who actually submitted the first question today i would have to ask you guys that question i i wouldn't i wouldn't know in fact here's where i'm going to plant my flag hold Not enough evidence. I don't know how to answer that question. Sell. Although, I would suggest you guys start a podcast and call it Melting Snowflakes. That's Mm -hmm. what you should call it. There you go. Uh, Stephen Carter, Ted Cruz, runs for president in 2020. Runs runs for president. Sell. Yes, sell. Hard sell. Jason Rowland, cranberry sauce is the most overrated holiday side dish. Oh, Sell. We're going to do it, and on Tuesday, we're going to do an entire buy, sell, hold episode on the podcast on Thanksgiving food and yeah. traditions. Yum. I'm going to sell. It, the uh, It's Green Bay casserole, guy, or Green Bay. Green bean. Now, you take Someone that back. Someone is you in football mode. Back. It's that stupid green bean casserole everybody makes. Stop First it. of all, green beans are wretched. Secondly, Wrong. the only thing that is good, so are mushrooms. Wrong. Thirdly, the only thing good is it does bring out those crispy onions. I'm, a, I'm an onion ring fiend. You know, like it says in the movie A Christmas Story that the old, man was a, on top of that. the old man was a turkey connoisseur, yes. right? I am an onion ring connoisseur. That, that's my jam. 
All right. I love the crispy onion yes. onion things. That's the only thing good about it is I eat what's left in the can after they spread them over that stupid, overrated green bean casserole that everybody makes and no one should like. Thank you. I said it. Hashtag confess your unpopular opinions that are right. Cranberry sauce, Todd. It's overrated. <laughs> it's, 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 it's wonderful and delicious, and I like it. In All its... of his dismissive transitions. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, actually, you're 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 dead on about. Oh, okay. You're dead on about. No, I just um, love it. I love it when I lose when I lose my poop, and then you're like, "All right, what do you guys think?" <laughs> and just move on. <laughs> like that didn't happen. <laughs> Glad he got that out. Won't come out on us later on, yes. perhaps. Yeah. Then. <laughs> uh, I like it in its like rugged or authentic you know actually big chunks of cranberry and things like that and then i like it when the the mold you know that's just out of oh, a can it just slips geez. out it's beautiful and oh, that's all in all its forms Why but you, you drink you drink, drink vinegar. vinegar yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you yeah i think we should throw that in there for the audience if you're like well maybe i should try that i've never t- understand you hey, just got a you, recommendation for a guy that drinks vinegar would okay? you like would you like some cranberry sauce with that vinegar todd um i no, you're, you're actually dead on about it's um, like putting chocolate on bacon don't take too this is where people yeah, make spe- mistakes speaking of bacon you're dead on about green beans um steve there, there's no amount of bacon in the world that can cover up that flavor it is it is definitely wretched uh our wit mac and cheese is the best comfort food of all time sell I'm gonna sell but it's a it's a it's one I I can't eat too much anymore because of the the carb lifestyle I live plus it just tears up my insides but man I love it I love mac and cheese I do it's so good but to me the best comfort food of all time chocolate chip cookie dough I'm going with that that's not so chip. much comfort food as gluttony. Oh. <laughs> I'm comforted by gluttony. Have you not looked at me at least recently in the last 20 years? I find gluttony very comforting. I mean, when I was when I, I used to go to the store, man, and just buy like the, the Pillsbury the cut rolls, you know, and just eat it right out of the tube. Gosh, I love I uh, love chocolate chip cookie dough. Me I and do. my, me and my buddy Raphael would go to the store. Get some chocolate, um, chocolate and vanilla almond bark. Just eat that stuff straight. You know who has great chocolate chip cookie dough? We are talking about men here, aren't we? <laughs> yes. During the holiday season, it was out yesterday. I bought some. Costco has this box. It's five pound box of cookie dough. Okay. And first of all, the cookies it makes. If you if you bake them about three minutes less than the than the um, shortest time it tells you to bake them, and then you just let them sit for ten minutes, they're in, they're insanely good, like store bought good, like I mean bakery bought good. They're great. And so the way I do it is I make two different batches out of this. You know I split it in half. Half the box put in the freezer, bake later. That half I bake the, uh, on the weekend, and it fits perfectly on my wife's giant cookie sheet all but four pieces of the dough and then me and the kids just split the dough that's left over you know because there's not enough you gotta eat the dough because you know, it's can't, there's not enough to for another batch you just eat the dough that's left over that is some righteous chocolate chip cookie dough brother yeah I, that might be the greatest so comfort the answer food is of cookie all dough then I, I love me some cookie dough yeah I do can you hear the the hushed reverential tones of which I'm speaking? We were of this? talking yeah. about mac and cheese, though. You realize that? I know, I know. I like mac so and cheese. So a lot you're too. selling that? But I'm selling. Okay. Yeah, 
I'm I'm selling as well. Although the difference between like, now are you the ugly American? Because like Kraft Mac, have you ever had like really good mac and cheese made with like like four different cheeses? I mean, it's that's just. I mean, you mean like Velveeta? N- no. <laughs> no. You lost me at Are You the Ugly American? <laughs> so you are. Yes. Confirmed. Gratified. Yes. Seconded. So. I, I like the restaurant mac and cheese where it's kind of crusty at the top. Yeah. That's what you're talking about? Yeah. I like that too. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Todd Saffel, Iowa gets a better bowl game than Iowa State, even if they have a worse record. Um, uh, define better. Better location. Further south. Well, if you look at the Big Ten pecking order, um, I think it's – I'm going to sell. And the reason I'm going to sell is I think there's a better chance a Big 12 team is in the is in the playoff than a Big Ten team at this point. Um, and if that happens, that means all the Big Ten teams drop down in terms of their bowl slotting. You know what yep. I'm saying? Okay. Yep. And when you look at the bowl spots for the Big Ten um, – you have to think there's going to be two or three Big Ten teams in either the playoff or New Year's Six Bowls. So you think those would be Wisconsin, Penn State, and Ohio State would get those bids. And then after that, um, you have Capital One, Outback. So you'd have the Florida games. And then you'd have... And the problem is the Big Ten doesn't let you go to two of them in a row anymore. Okay? Oh, yeah. Uh, so... Um, I think it comes down to whether the Big Ten would make it that this. Well, it's not Capital One; it's the Citrus Bowl again. If but the Citrus Bowl just had Michigan two years ago. So, who am I forgetting? Um, the Big Three: Wisconsin, Penn State, and um, Ohio State. Oh, you have Michigan State in there. Oh yeah. So I could see the Citrus Bowl taking Michigan State. Well, that Lynn has the out because they would be ranked higher than Michigan, or unless Michigan wins one of these last two games, Sparty would be ranked higher, right? So Michigan State goes there, and then you have the Outback Bowl. They just had Iowa last year, so they're going to take Michigan, um, and that then has you Holiday Bowl in San Diego, um, and then the Pinstripe Bowl. So. I'm going to sell, but, I, but I'm not confident. I just think it's like 50-50, if that makes sense. I think, they, I think both of them are going to end up in places they'll be satisfied with. If I was an Iowa fan, I'd be very satisfied about going to New York for the Pinstripe Bowl. I mean it, too. Oh, yeah. I, having, I love New York. I don't want to live there, although I was it's, willing to take a job to do it. But going to New York at Christmas time, that's a great vacation. The man. over-under, I mean, the over-under of wins this year was like 6.5, and we could very well finish 8-4, and four, so... Should be pretty excited about that. Should be eleven and one. Should be twelve and one. And or, I think uh, and eleven I think, and one, ten and two. Something I, like I that. think we just told however many podcast listeners we have way too much about Big Ten, Big Twelve bowl slotting. Yeah, probably. So, what do you think, Todd? I'm selling as well. Uh, also, Iowa fans are are gonna uh, Iowa State fans or Iowa fans travel fantastic. So I, that's one thing. Uh, both Iowa and Wisconsin t- uh, teams are always talked about. Well, they're they're fans, and how maybe I don't want to get into Maybe it matters less now based on the slotting you're talking about, but overall, does that? How much does that still factor into bowl slotting? How well fans travel? It does, but um, it's now more about television revenue, right? Because the the reason why they keep having bowl games is the ratings on these games 
is huge. I mean, I'll go back to last December, okay? I, I was watching, I think it was the Bahamas Bowl. Because Eastern Michigan was in that game, and you know they're they're terrible. <laughs> and you have a problem. Well, I, I grew up in Michigan, and they're sure. always bad. You know, I had friends that went to that school. They're never good at football. They made a bowl game for like the first time in twenty years. And Eastern Michigan was in the game in the Bahamas Bowl, and Kentucky was playing Duke in college basketball the exact same time, and both games were going on in the early primetime Nielsen hours. So this was six to eight p.m. Eastern time. The Bahamas Bowl had a better rating on ESPN wow. than Kentucky Duke did on CBS. Hmm. It's king football, guys. It's king football. That's why they keep... Because people are like, well, why do they keep making all these bowls? There's nobody there. Because the TV ratings, and it's an easy sell for ESPN to go to advertisers and say, it's benign entertainment. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it, there's, there's no threat that something controversial will happen that will mar your product. And it, if we put any bowl game on, it'll get a two or a three. That's a couple million people, guys. So I, I think traveling, if there's like a tie between TV draws, I think traveling settles it. But I don't think it means what it meant 10 years ago. I agree. All right. Uh, Veronica Gelvin, since Todd has so clearly embraced the T in Tulip, I fully expect him to accept the U of unconditional election soon. No. <laughs> I even give you a <laughs> Well played. Well Didn't done. Even, he, he, he was so disgusted. So disgusted that he couldn't even utter the word sell because it was too many letters. So he just skipped right to no. Remember, T stands for Todd. Nice. Uh, nice. So that's a sell for both of you, both of y'all. I'm going to sell on that. All right. By the way, can we go back to the first, the previous question? Sure. Because I didn't even know what the Big 12 bull allotments were. <laughs> okay. So here's the, after you get past the college, the, the Big Forget Six. Forget your dopey spirituality. <laughs> yes. There's football we're talking. <laughs> Not now. Football. I know. Todd, hey, Todd's identified himself. He's still a heretic. Let's get to back to football. <laughs> back to football. Yeah. Um, um, uh, okay. From apostasy to bull games. Here we go. Uh, big 12 bull partners outside of the big six. Okay. It's the Alamo Bowl, which is in San Antonio. Iowa fan can tell you that's a great bowl. All right. Although I think it's unlikely they'll make that. Russell Athletic, that's in Orlando. That's the same stadium the Citrus Bowl is in. Advocare is uh, in Houston. That's at the monstrous Reliant Stadium in Houston in December. Ain't a bad place to be. Uh, the Liberty Bowl, which is in Memphis, won't be warm that time of year, but Memphis is a great town. And then you have the Cactus Bowl, which is out in Phoenix in Arizona. So I think those locations are very competitive with, with what the Big Ten offers, don't you guys? No, sure. I think yeah. it really just comes down mm-hmm. to what your preference is. I mean, yep. I'll say this for Hawkeye fans. If you end up in New York, it will not. It's, it's an expensive trip. But man, think of Elf. Christmas time in New York, that's a great trip, I think. It's a great trip, but you're right about the expensive part. I mean, I think... At this point, the options, like I said, they're they're fine. I think uh, you wouldn't want you, you're fines, you're a single millennial. Yeah, you wouldn't make you wouldn't come up with, you know, some extra money at Christmas and go to watch the Hawkeyes play at Yankee Stadium once in your life to say you did it, and go see all the Christmas, you know, uh, panache of, of of New York at you know that time of year. Of course, you would do it. Yeah, I guess. You would, dude. You 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 drove the earth last summer with a selfie stick. That was that was that was around a lot less people than there are in New York for for a person like me. That's true. 
hates people. I mean, there's um, going to be like 25 million people there, literally. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, let's see. A couple more quickies before we get onto the main course. Uh, Larry Ammon. A serious third-party startup happens after uh, Moore is elected and the Republicans try to remove him. So, I can't even imagine it happening. No one knows what they're doing. I don't think they'll try to remove him. I don't think they have the balls. Okay, so you're both uh, both selling. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. Uh, Let's see. Lori Jeffries says nothing will ever come of the sexual allegations in Congress. Nothing to see here. You mean, does she mean like the general report, like yeah, the one the CNN gen- had the other day? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to sell. I think something will come of it. I think, I think we're watching, and I, I would have said before, well, it depends how many Democrats are implicated. I don't think that matters as much anymore. I think we saw this with the Weinstein story, and I talked about this before. We are seeing the true woke social justice warriors on the left are now emerging more to challenge the power base on their own side. And nothing topples a power base. Nothing topples a status quo more than hanging it from its own disgusting and nauseating hypocrisy. So there's just too much incentive there. And you can begin to see it, too, with the virtue signaling about the Clintons we've been talking about. People that want to be the new left, the boxes, people like that, they want to be the new left now. They're setting the stage for what will justify their takeover, and it will be all of the fact you weren't woke enough. You were, you were, you were, you were hypocrites. You weren't woke enough, and it's time for a, quote-unquote, reckoning, as Chris Hayes said. Uh, if any of that's going to... I'm So I think I need to buy that nothing's going to happen. Yeah, nothing's going to happen unless they find their find their version of Donald Trump. That this 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 total depravity is too uh, entrenched and and people who are confused about what is a boy and what is a girl are not going to be able to mount something substantive like that. All right. You guys ready for the main course this week? You bet. Okay, Rolling Stone. Top 25 greatest movies of the 80s. Hmm. Uh, we'll start with number 25. Same same rules as last week. You have to uh, generally agree that you like the movie and agree where its position is in the list of top 25 okay. movies. Uh, number 25, Weird Science. Starring oh, I'm, Vanessa o- I'm okay Angel. with it being on the list. And if it's going to be on the list, that's right where it should be. And this Meaning is, I could probably come up with other movies to put 25, but I'm okay with it being in that conversation. This is gr- greatest movies, period? Of the 80s. Of, of the, the 80s. So there's not just... Okay. Uh, wow. Um, I, I mean, I think back to that. I mean, that's a quintessential '80s movie of our youth. But mm-hmm. it's not. It it can't possibly one of the, be one of the twenty five greatest movies. Even the, no, I gotta sell. All right. Okay. Uh, number twenty four. Big Trouble in Little China. Sell. Overrated. It's okay. Boy, did the 80s suck that? I mean, maybe I'll yeah, come to agree at the end of this thing, but I got to sell. I mean, same thing. It's a good little fun romp, but... Weird Science gave us Danny Elfman, one of the great modern movie composers. Cut his teeth in that movie. Made huh. this, the Weird Science song. That's his song. All right. Yeah. Number 23, St. Elmo's Fire. Sell. So, it's got to be higher than that. That's one of the quint- that's that's one of the quintessential movies of that decade. I mean, the Brat Pack, the music. I mean, that that if if the if the decade were a movie, 
I mean, that's his quintessential. You could probably say if the, if the 80s were a movie, you could probably take a combination of uh, Goonies, Wall Street, and St. Elmo's Fire, and maybe one or two others, and that is essentially what it was. It's got to be higher than that. Sell. No, I'm sell, but I don't... I think I've got, I think I my whole paradigm is going to have to go out the window by the but I don't there's got to be 25 better movies than St. Elmo's Fire. Number 22, Pretty in Pink. Oh, sell. Come on. What? What is, this is not No. What is this list? Great Guys, song this by is, This is a this is better than the list that I found before this one. Great great theme by Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. The theme song is tremendous. One of the great songs of the 80s. But the movie itself is not one of the 25 best movies in the 80s. On this one, I agree with Todd. Number 21, Scarface. Buy. Sell. That's got to be one of the top 25. Sell. Except for a couple of lines, it's really not that, I'm Tony Montagna and I come from Cuba. It's not really like, say hello to my little friend. It's really not that good of a movie, guys. It's really not. I'm selling. Okay. I'm selling. Uh, number 20, Full Metal Jacket. Sell. Uh, it's got a great opening 20, 25 minutes. Yeah, it does. After that, uh, once it gets the, yeah, once it gets to Vietnam, I'm, I was out. Yeah, I'm selling. Yeah, I'll sell as well. It's got, But it's probably nibbling around the edge of the list. Uh, number 19, Die Hard. Buy. Buy. Although I, was, I almost said sell because I wondered if it was too low. And I had to ask myself, can I come up with 18 better 80s movies than Die Hard? It's, it's still, for me, the greatest action movie of all time. It's, but is it a Christmas movie? That's the big debate. <laughs> Does a Christmas movie have to be about Christmas or just take place at Christmas? To right? me, see, to me, uh, Groundhog Day is a Christmas movie because there's snow on the ground, even though it takes place in February. It's a Christmas movie. I'll buy Die Hard, although I'm skeptical there's 18 better movies than that one. Uh, but I'll buy it. You're selling, Todd? No, I... Oh, you're buying? Okay. I'm buying. Okay. I mean, it's... The only it's grounds fantastic. I contemplated selling is that I thought it was too low. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. okay. Uh, number 18, The Shining. Sell has to be higher. I'd put yeah. it in the top 10. Sell for the same reason. Uh, let's see. Number I think se- there's clearly not 17 better movies than that. I'm unsure about Die Hard. I am 100% sure there are not 17 better movies than The Shining. Number 17, The Outsiders. Are we talking about... Um, yeah. Uh, they grew up on the outside Pony of society. Boy. Oh, yeah. They weren't okay. looking for a fight. Um, they were looking No, that's to I'm belong. selling. The Lost Boys is better than The Outsiders. Now, that's some classic 80s schlock right there. Lost Boys, Kiefer Sutherland's big debut, mm-hmm. the, the, the teenage vampire this, troupe. At this point, there's going to be movies like that in the top 10s. Yeah, uh, I'm selling. I'll, I'll sell. It just seems too high. Number 15, Speak of the Devil, The Lost Boys. Oh, bye. I'm in. Sell. Too high. Uh, y- too high. It's the it's the era, man. That movie was the it. I'm buying. Absolutely. You are the ugly Amer- so this is the ugly American list is pretty much what this is. Well, it's the 80s, brother. <laughs> ugly Americans. We rocked. We crushed that era. Okay. <laughs> And, and no, I don't have any grave poupon. Keep driving. <laughs> uh, let's see. Number 14, Purple Rain. 
Cell. Oh, come I've never on. seen that. See, I it's told not a good you, movie. Now you agree with me. It's not a good movie. It is one of, if not the greatest motion picture soundtrack yes. from a pop music standpoint. Yes. And the Footloose one is close from the same decade. But as a movie, it's not a good movie. It's Apollonia's terrible. Morris Day's dreadful. Prince is whiny. No. Oh, to this point, I'm sorry. I did not mean you're. Uh, I, I assume you're right. I don't know if any movie uh, starring Prince is probably good. Uh, to this point in this list, I've only seen one full movie, and that would be The Shining. Uh, number 13, The Goonies. Oh, well. Yeah, bye. It's it's still probably, this is too high, but I, I'll still buy because this, the, the, I, I can't think of a movie my brother and sister and I collectively together watched more i mean this was just on reset over and over and over again chunk number 12 16 candles oh what number uh 12, 12. all right i'll buy i'm i'll buy i think it maybe should be higher but higher this, this is the launch of the john hughes franchise this is this is its Rosetta Stone. This is its origin story. Is this one right here? We first learned about Anthony Michael Hall and John Cusack and Joan Cusack and 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 Molly Ringwald and Long Duck Dong. All of this comes from this movie. Absolutely, it belongs on the list. It's not it's, even debatable. Sell too high. You are excommunicated. Sell too high. You are excommunicated. I'm. I've never been more ashamed. And and by the way, hmm. is I still haven't found what I'm looking for on that list yet? Yes, it is actually. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, number eleven, Repo Man. No. What? No. Did, who made this? It's list? Because 4 a.m. Did, did Long you know Duck Dong make this list? Is? Because apparently Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins, <laughs> was just too hoity-toity. No. Uh, that is an actual 80s movie, by the way. Remo Williams, The I'm, Adventure Begins. Do you remember I'm, that? Oh yeah. yes. Right. Remember Kroll? Remember Kroll? Kroll? Kroll. K-R-K-R-U-L-L. Remember my grandma took me to see that when I was a kid. Kroll. No. It's like a fantasy movie. I don't think no? I do. Gotta look up Kroll. Seriously. K-R-U-L-L. Kroll. Look it up. Classic Grandma was lit, though, right? <laughs> my, if you knew my grandma, she had the F-bomb as a conjunction junction. What's your function? She was lit as you know what. Lit as flip. Yeah. You bet. Oh, mercy. Okay, we're in the top 10 now. Uh, number 10, Amadeus. Sell. So. I mean, it's a it's an Academy Award winner, but I don't think it's that good. It has a great song, but I'm selling on that. Sell. So. Uh, number nine, Ghostbusters. Bye. The ninth best movie of the eighties. Bye. Is Ghostbusters. Bye. There's nothing. There's one of the one, Amy and I still talk about. You know, you get when you've been married for a long time. It, it's the cute things you do on date nights that sometimes stand out more than the really expensive dinner you go to. When they brought it out for a 35th anniversary edition, or 30th anniversary edition in 2014, and they and we went and saw that, and the special effects by our standards and stuff are terrible. But man, we had so much fun reliving that, you know, and, and going back to that era, I'm totally in. Bye. You bet. So this whole list is like, it should be like, the 25 through 50th best movies of the 80s. I mean, there were real movies made, weren't there? Uh, number eight, Fast Times at Ridgemont oh. High. Sell. So, so you, so, it's gonna, too high. Gonna, I'd be okay with it being somewhere on the list. Even though, I, you know, it was, on, it was on cable the other day, a few months ago, and after the kids went to bed, Amy and I watched it. And it, it's, we were like, do you remember the content was like this when you watched it when you were 12? 
You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you're watching it now at 40-something, you got kids in your own house, and you're like, our parents hated us for allowing us to watch this. Mm-hmm. They should have never allowed us to watch this. But um, I, I would sell it. If it belongs in the list, certainly not that high. All right, number seven, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. bye. You bye. bet. Watched it again recently with the kids, and it holds up. That I, Whenever I try to introduce the, my, my kids to the stuff from our era that they can actually consume, almost all the time they're like, this is terrible. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, though, was one they were like, can we do that one again? They could not get enough of that one. And that's one of those, not that he's not a talented actor now, but you look at Matthew uh, Broderick. Broderick now, and you're like, how did you pull that off mm-hmm. then? But he was perfect then. Number six, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Bye. I'm going to sell because I think it should be number one. I think it's the best movie of the decade. It should be higher. It's be, it would be my all-time top ten. I'd make it the number one movie of the... Well, wait a minute, because Empire Strikes Back in the same yep. decade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That one's not on the list, by the way. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's... Did you see the look on my face when he said that? (laughs) What? You stepping like that? Triggering my boss. Come again? (laughs) I was almost going to be that Elmo gif where he just lights everything on fire. (laughs) Who's going to do that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess I'll keep it because, you know, no, I'm going to sell it. It should be number number two. You got to own this. It should be number two. It should be number two. Number two. Number five, stand by me. Too high. I'll buy. My wife would buy. That's one. That would be in her top five. I'll buy. I'm gonna. You know what? That's. I'll buy on behalf of my other half because the two become one. Or some somebody wrote that somewhere. Mm. So on behalf of the the wife, I'll. It's buy. It's on my ring in Latin. Jesus, wow. Duke. Uh, number nice. four. Blade. No, that doesn't count. When you deny, when you deny the you and the tulip, you don't get to Jesus, Duke. That doesn't. Yeah, that, that's that true. Is on my ring in I, Latin. We voted. Duo hot anulo uno No, no, no. This is we're gonna make up a new new term for Todd when he does something like that. It's called a papal juke or a pope juke. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You like that? Awesome. Well, you, hey, you pulled the Latin card. When you pull the Latin card, that's right. I didn't know you liked me that much, Aaron. Thank you. Oh, yeah, you bet. Uh, number four, Blade Runner. Cell. Cell. Overrated. Maybe the most overrated movie of the decade. And the sequel that came out last month is dreadful. Dreadful time at the movies. Dreadful. Uh, number three, the um, uh, Empire Star- Strikes Back. Fuck. Is it worth selling if I think it should be number one? That's close enough. I'll buy. To me, yeah, you really... Empire Strikes Back is the gone with the wind of sci-fi films. In terms of its the special effects in this day and age, yeah. hold up. The, the sweeping story. Um, it is... I'm going to do It's a, a magnum opus, man. I'm going to pull a day. I, I'm going to sell because I... I can't imagine what would be number one. I'm, I'm taking. Yeah. All right. You think you can't, can't come up with two movies better than that? I'm, I'm that's tempted. Really my yeah, son that's what we're really saying. Are there two I movies in the better than that? Uh, you know, I'm going to second him. I'm going to go with him. All right. I'm back in. All right. Reunification. Church reunified. You're right. There aren't two better movies from the 80s I can think of than Empire Strikes Back. You're right about this. Uh, let's see. Number two. Back to the Future. So it, it's 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 in the top five, but it's not better than Empire Strikes Back. Agreed. You can't make it better than Empire Strikes Back, but I, it should be in the top five. He's right again. Uh, you know what happened? Right after he said Papel. That's right. Mm-hmm. Ever since dude went Latin Mass, yep. he's been cash money homie ever since. Uh, 
Gregorian <laughs> chant for you, baby. It's all coming now. Full on Catholic. So is that is that why you drink vinegar so you can do the deep uh, Gregorian chant thing? It's, a, it's his penance. Uh, sure. It's, it's, it's actually penance. Okay. I'll take that, that too. They, they told um, him at confession when he was nine, uh, you're going to have to drink a lot of raw vinegar for that one, kid. Number, and he's been at it ever since. No, number one. I've been naughty boy. The Breakfast Club. No. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I mean, it's it belongs on the list, yeah, but see, no, no, no. This is you're. It's not better than Ferris Bueller's. It's not better than Back to the Future. I saved it's you. not even the I same freaking you. class as, as as Raiders of the Lost Ark and Empire Strikes Back. If I would have let you sit in that stance on Empire, I'll take number three right now. You would have just been furious with yourself. You're right. That was like in Deal or No Deal when you think you've got enough and you walk away and they're like, <laughs> yes. well, let's see what's in your case. And you open up, that's where the million dollars was. <laughs> if you would have told me that Breakfast Club was number one, I would have said, no way Empire Strikes Back is number three. No way. No, no, no. And that, by the way, The Breakfast Club's a classic. Yes. Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About yeah, Me oh. is one of the great motion picture theme songs of, the, of, oh. of my lifetime, but that's not a better movie. Then Raiders of the Lost Ark and Empire Strikes Back. I'm don't, sorry, it's not. Don't you forget about me was written for that movie? Yes. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yep. I've never seen Breakfast I know they Club. had another song after that that but is it I'm still gonna is that is that the greatest one hit wonder song? I mean if it's I, not, then I, I mentioned it earlier, Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. Um the the theme song they had from uh, Pretty in Pink. I'm trying to remember how it goes. Um I'd write, I just can't remember what it's called. If You Leave is what it's called. Uh, all right? If You Leave, yeah. Remember that song? I mean, I, I'd be okay if you went with either one of those. Yeah. And, you know, Kenny, Kenny Loggins' Footloose is an insanely well, he had a bit. apropos song. And by the way, how's Footloose not on? Do you don't think that's one of the 25? That's one of the biggest best movies of the 80s? Isn't this, that the think one Footloose with belongs I think there's a lot of movies that we're missing on this. I got to think Footloose belongs on the list, don't you yes. think so? Yes. I mean, that was a force of nature. It had like five number one songs off that album. It was like the number one movie of the year. Of this entire list, I only saw like four of those movies. Well, you're, you know, you're I think 12. You'll, I think you'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. 12? No, I was that? negative. I was minus 12. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. That'll do it. Thanks for listening here today to our game of Buy, Seller, Hold. Don't forget the television show on CRTV.com. Use that promo code DACE. We'll be back at it again tomorrow. Until then, John 317. Steve Dace. I like you.